Enjoy the show. We're doing it live. I have impressionable ears listening to me right now. I can scar that child. The child cannot hear us. Anal flesh beats. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Facebook can project your eyes onto the outside of a VR headset because that's not creepy at all. Gremlin wanted us to go live because we have the green stars. And, of course, we start off the 242nd Purjangers and Wallhangers Media Network presentation. I am Matthew Bugrell, the Matman. To my left in the Purjanger box is Christopher Bristow, the old man. No, of no. course, our hero of time, Link Diablo. Our omnipotent presence that is Stephen Bucarell, big brother, and of course you, loyal wall dragger, tuning in. It's no, no, no. It's not super act crazy. No, it's, it's it's not that time. It's it's the beginning of the show, man. I'm Link sorry. Does I not understand the beginning of a show. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry I got you worked up. Okay, I'm sorry. So. We, it's okay, moves. <laughs> we of course want you. To, we want you to enjoy the show. As well as, and we want you to go over here to pjandwh.com where behind me you're going to find the very funny and luggy and nutty moments that I updated, obviously, very recently. And then if you'll scroll down, you will find the last Triforce podcast, which was Pay Per Groot Migraine Souffle. Bug notes will be back next week. With better enhanced audio. Um, we'll figure it out by then. Oh, yeah, it'll be ironed out. We're well-oiled machine that we are. Unless it's not. Yeah. But if you go to the second tab, you're going to find the Walljanger gaming section to where Big Brother goes live Monday to Friday. They're going to put the correct oil in. 10W30. Not in the computer. No. Oh, God, no. No, my computer doesn't it's run like on 10W30. the computer do you have over there? You know? Sorry, I got to reboot. Got to put some more 10W30 in it. Kelly Collins says, hi, I'm here. We have our Iron Kelly. Yay. He's watching Big Brother Gaming through Far Cry 4, starting that game up. Mm -hmm. I I don't actually mean he's here, Link. It's metaphysical, spiritual shit. You wouldn't understand. But we also start off. Maybe this he will understand if you give him the opportunity to try. Just like the name says. That's what we do here. We try. We yes, try. we try. We try to start off the news the same way every week, which is tonight. Marvel's Mystery LLC, The Last Man on Earth, Pizza Controller, and so much more on the Triforce podcast. We go over to our first story, which is Bid Bitch. Of course, Disney Plus announces the second season of Star Wars Bed Bitch. Clone Force 99 will return for another mission. Uh, Today, Disney Plus announced the second season of the critically acclaimed animated series Star Wars The Bed Bitch. That's how we say it every single time. Bed Bitch. Which will launch in 2022. Fans have have enthusiastically embraced the action and drama of Star Wars Bed Bitch. 
I won't do that whole thing. It's way too hard to do it like yeah, that. Yeah, don't. <laughs> <laughs> and we are excited to see the Star Wars animated universe continue to expand on Disney Plus, said Paul uh, Michael Paul, president of Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. Oh, it's amazing to be talking about that. What a coincidence. As the dedicated streaming home for, uh, for the Star Wars <laughs> franchise, we can't wait for the second season of this fan-favorite <laughs> animated series. <laughs> <sighs> which I'm loving it. We got two episodes left. It's really good. You know, and uh two-part season finale, just how you want them to do it. It feels so much like what we got with Clone Wars, especially the last season of Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And it's very much, uh, it's a great time period for them to have this untold story because you had Rebels, Way in the Future, Closer to Ho- uh, A New Hope, informing of the rebellion to where now this is like right on the heels of episode three it's a good little limbo period and we're getting a lot like i kind of want them to add cal from the fallen order you know or you know like they already added we uh, all know who we all want them to add star killer come on now star killer's a badass i was gonna say killer i was gonna say mace windu i was gonna say mace windu and star killer The kind of automatic thing, character-wise, that I could see them, that's all we want, is like Ahsoka, you know? Especially with Echo there, like, oh shit, Echo, Ahsoka, like, going on and seeing where she goes from, you know, before we, where we saw her in Rebels and stuff like that, just like Darth Maul, getting to see where he is in this mix. We get a lot of that promise with the Bad Batch. Still a little bit of that in there. <coughs> but the entire Lucas team animation, uh, Lucasfilm animation team. I'm just glad it got a second season. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, they're greenlighting good series. Loki, <laughs> that's perfect for a second season just because you could tell once you got into the story of Loki how soup thick it was. And you're like, oh, no, I'm comfortable here. This is This is good. I can see this going, this swamp going on for a while. I like these series way better than I like the movies. I'll have to admit. <sighs> yeah, you get so much more character development. And mm-hmm. Get to know them more. Yeah, Star Wars yeah, series. All right, have a, a certain you know twinkle in their eye right now. Yeah. Your thoughts on I'm just happy. I'm just happy that it's getting the second season. So Yeah, I saw I sensed a little bit of negativity though. Where's your where's your struggles coming from with this? My son not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> that's my struggles with it right now. It's like I have to that's catch true. him up. That's true. That's true. I mean I didn't like I purposely didn't watch this just because I wanted him to, I wanted him to watch it with me. Yeah. I, and you should have that experience. It's just, I want to have that experience, so that I'm saving meant, that for that. I meant more of on the lines of where do you stand with between um, the actual difference between the movies and the series. I was looking at uh, Mike Gargosa doing a think face to Kelly's I'm Here. Um. I probably, I wholeheartedly love the series better than 
better than the movies as so far you're as what they with were Big Brother us. on this a little bit. Yeah, I'm leaning more more like 60-40 that direction just because it's you get so more you get so more like intricate details that you would have yeah. missed. Yeah. Like it would have just been skated over if it was in movie format. Like we just watched episode 3 and to where Anakin's first interactions with General Grievous is like, I would have imagined you much older. Like, bitch, you've met him. him. You have met him before multiple times. And the thing with the Clone Wars is you get a much better Anakin Skywalker. He's really so much better. Oh, yeah. In every way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's fully vetted out to what he he needed to be. The live-action Anakin Skywalker... With Hayden Christensen, he just... I don't know who told this motherfucker that life was fair. Yeah. You haven't who, learned by now after who fighting Who fucking told him that? It's not fair. Yeah, a lot of shit ain't fair, kid. Grow the fuck up. You know what I mean? I, I, I just... He was too whiny bitch. All right, I want my participation trophy. <laughs> you taught me everything. Don't don't go telling too many people about that. Don't don't, okay. don't spread that. Away. That's right, motherfucker. <laughs> I still think he could be alive. He's gonna have a robot hand. Oh, that would be you so know he's gonna good. be alive. He's be gonna be. He's gonna be. You yeah, know he's gonna be alive. Do you think we're gonna see him in Ahsoka though? I hope Ahsoka. Maybe. It really depends on contract negotiations. Yeah, and his schedule. He's he's got Secret Wars to to go to. And now. And now it's just uh, what's that? Uh, fuck, Justin, Go- Justin Gordon Levitt movie. Sean Hannett says America, but suddenly a Nasher painting. The entire <laughs> Lucas. <laughs> I heard that. Sorry, I had to take a pill. What was it? What was that Joseph Gordon Levitt movie? I, I uh, Inception. There we go. We went Inception Looper? for a moment. Looper, Inception. I mean, there's plenty of like time heist things that he's done. Yeah, do you see that one thing that they were saying this in this paper that they were looking at a particle and its alignment was in one way through time, so they think that time travel is in uh, is impossible. No, I did not see that. The, the new thing is to think that time travel is impossible again. Fuck that. Mirror theory. I will think whatever I damn well please. Thank you very much. I will just wait for science to say it is so, or not. Amen. Whatever science says, I'll go with it. Maybe those UFOs are just us in the future. You don't know. I don't what? care one way or the other, but prove it, motherfucker. You know what we're I at? Mean, you know what we need to prove? The next story. But you, yeah. Well, that's my I point. Like that. Do you know what we're actually saying here? We're saying, huh, what if? What if Marvel dropped a nice clip of Captain Carter, which is below? Uh, one of Wait, the first. Did. Oh, they did. Oh, yeah, they did. So we see Captain Carter here um, deflecting a bomb, calling in for support. And then, of course, we hear Steve Rogers saying that he's coming in for support in the Hydra Stomper Iron Man suit. This is our first okay. episode of What If? And we get. You mean Bucky? Haley Atwell and Steve Rogers in the, the Hydra Stomper. Bucky is right there, and he is stupefied because he thinks he knows the person in the Hydra Stomper. Yeah, you do. You do. You always do. Yeah. 
These are coming out once a week. You're a secondary character. You know everyone there. Yeah, starting uh, August 11th. So I'm liking the animated styling of this, especially with the voice talent that they have. Uh, Haley Atwell is amazing. Oh, yeah. So I think her is a, you know. I think her as a super getting soldier. back in and doing that character justice in, in this format. And show. she's going to be a staple throughout the What If series is what they're saying. Good. So she's going to be rolling with this. Just like T'Challa, uh, Chadwick Boseman, he voiced over three, uh, or no, he voiced four different characters in this series for What If. And but pre-pandemic, it was meant to be two seasons. So it's probably six and six, maybe the Netflix thing, you know? I don't know. I don't know. It, it was probably one of, I mean, we know it's one of Chadwick's last iterations in the MCU. And it says, and nice shirt, The Chris. reason, oh, <laughs> Yeah, he got one for his birthday. Um, the reason why it, this he was able to do this, because, it, you know, this is low impact on his body, because remember, he was fighting cancer. Yeah. So I'm glad that we're going to have this final hurrah and send off yeah. For for Chadwick in a character that is not Black Panther anymore. Part of the Ravengers. I want to say he's either episode two or three that they're putting out is T'Challa as Star Lord. But if MCU do, if the MCU powers to be do it right, this is the way they say that he ended his MCU not as Black Panther, but as a Ravenger. Yeah. So then we could segue a new Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the multiverse is wide. Um, wouldn't that be a bitch if it was Chris Pratt? <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not going to accept like that, that there, sir. It no. Probably, probably doesn't work no. like that. No. But we get to see Steve Rogers in the Hydra Stomper, Haley Atwell being a Billy Badass, as well as uh, Zombie Hunter Spider-Man that has the Cloak of Levitation on him. Which, oh, okay. I mean, that would only... That, what else would you need in a zombie apocalypse web shooters cloak of levitation you're good a vaccine that doesn't work both of them kind of seem like overkill i mean cloak of levitation alone would be really it's helpful cool and all, but i guess but... they can't bite you if they can't reach you you know isn't that what the webbing's for well, i mean yeah, you apocalypse how much webbing are you really going to be able to make I gotta imagine a lot of Which chemists Spider are gonna be Man dead. <laughs> a lot of chemists this is are gonna true. be dead. The Which raw Spider Man is it? Which one are we dealing with here? Which the Tobey Maguire Spider Man didn't web need web shooters. shooters. All right, you does got he just me need to eat a lot of calories. Tom Holland did say that he did not lend his voice for the What If, so maybe we get Toby or you know Andrew. But then again, what do they really tell him? That's true. They don't tell they him don't anything. Tell him that. Although tell he, he them you're know. not in it. Okay. Dance, Spider-Man, dance. <laughs> I'm not in it. <laughs> what they told me. They said I'm not in it. Here, that's what they Tom, told me. Read this statement here. Okay. It it says I'm not in the what if. Yes, we know. Read the statement. But I want to be in the what if. No, just read the statement. <laughs> Otherwise, you don't get paid. I'm not I'm in. I'm not what in if. the what if. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So backup arrives in the form of Steve Rogers for this what if that we're going to see on August 11th. And then they will come out weekly once on 
Wednesdays, because Wednesday is a new Friday, like Loki said. Okay. Wednesday but is the new Friday. there is well, a lot more happening in the Marvel Universe that they let on, as I'm sure nobody would be surprised with, like our next story. <clears throat> because Marvel Studios files an LLC for a mysterious new streaming show, which many have thought to be Ghost Rider. And there's a tie-in connection to this. At Disney Investor Call in December 2020, uh, Kevin Feige revealed three series that have not been known to the public at that point, which were Armor Wars, Ironheart, and Secret Invasion. They also recently confirmed a spinoff based on the character Maya Lopez, a.k.a. Echo, who will be first seen in the upcoming series Hawkeye. Uh, uh, as the Marvel Cinematic Universe continues to grow more and more, it also means the series for Disney Plus uh, to keep fans entertained by release uh, between releases of Marvel movies with these series. So that may hint that we may see these characters, especially since they're creeping closer and closer towards Blade. We're going to see these characters popping up. Ghost Rider, they're talking about uh, Richmond... Street Productions, LLC, was recently created by Marvel Studios. While the name might not jump out immediately, the site Murphy's Multiverse points out that the Cypress Hill Cemetery is located near our Iron Kelly. (laughs) No, but we're talking, Kelly, about this new LLC Marvel Studios has filed. Not yet. Not yet. Must use the force. He must use the force of his finger to hit the unmute button. Hello. It might be the microphone. It might not be connecting to the right one. Microphone. I was, I was testing the microphone. Oh, there, there you go. go. Hey. We hear you. Well, we're talking about Marvel Studios' new LLC. Richmond Street Productions, LLC, was recently created by Marvel Studios. While the name might not jump out immediately, the site Murphy's Multiverse points out that Cypress Hill Cemetery is located near Richmond Street in New York City and theorizes it may hint that Disney and Marvel are developing a series based on Ghost Rider, specifically the Danny Ketch version of of the character who lives close to Cypress Hill Cemetery, which, of course, is insane in the membrane. (laughs) You're muted. (laughs) Insane in the brain. I was just about to say it. I know you were. That's why I jumped on. Circa 1992. Because you just got to jump sometimes. But Danny Ketch was introduced in Ghost Rider Volume 3, number 1, in May 1990 by creators Howard Mackey and Javier Saltres. Uh, Cypress Hill Cemetery is a frequent location in Ghost Rider comics in the 1990s, as well as the base for the team Midnight Suns, which had... Like uh, Blade and uh, you know Doctor Strange, a whole bunch of different Marvel characters taking on this spiritual realm. So you got your Midnight Suns, you got your Revengers, your Avengers, your Guardians of the Galaxy, your Eternals. You got like one of those another notches on Marvel's belt that they're saying this LLC is hinting at. All right. Which, you know, I mean, when you connect the dots like that, that is a nice Easter egg that Marvel would do for a production company. That they just want to start production on the low ski. Interesting. 
All right. I'll just accept it and move on. But are you a little bit sad that they're not going on with the uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Gabriel Luna, Ghost Rider, Robbie Reyes? Because he had a solid season in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was really good. Which I started, by the way, finally. Oh, man, you're going <laughs> to love that season. That series is amazing through and through. I don't care if it's... I, 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 I will cautiously be hopeful that yeah. they will eventually get a Ghost Rider series, but I don't think it's needed right now. I really don't. Like we can have a little, we Adam can have a, a little room in between the series and just let it, you know, let them put out the other IPs and go go forward. I could see them eventually tying in with like yeah, it'll, it'll tie Knight in eventually, and, and if they Blade do it right, which they always that. we we always have the faith that they'll do it. Yeah, it's just a matter of when. It always work that way. Well, yeah, I mean, you can have faith, but. It's also, I mean, with Ghost Rider, a lot of people loved the Nick Cage Ghost Rider. Him as Johnny Blaze was perfect. I, I, I was going to say, I thought, I thought he did a perfect job. It was yeah, great. He did a perfect job for what was being delivered at that time. It was like solo movies. But like you need this continuity and you need someone that will be able to, do you need a no name? Probably, you know, we got, you know, we got whoever was in Agent Shield, so they're going to have that continuity between seasons to kind of connect everything. Yeah, but here's the thing. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., even from, like, the third, second or third season, they were like, all right, this is just canonically its own universe. And that's so, fine. And it it took hold of the reins and <coughs> demanded that story, and it is a solid story all the way through to where when you get to Robbie Reyes, you have some nice nods and Easter eggs to, you know, past comic lore and all this stuff. They do it all throughout the whole series. So I highly recommend people go out and watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. After yeah. the podcast. But we'll have to see. The Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider series was in development at Hulu, but it was canceled in 2019. And all senses led to them doing something at Disney Plus with the Ghost Rider. Because that's what they did with Defenders and the Runaways and they and all those series that came out on Hulu before just after the merger, they were like, All right, you're gonna finish your story and finish your sentence, but after that, you're gonna get cut off. We're gonna do our thing. But with Rightfully Doctor, so with Doctor Strange, now that it allows it to move move into a different multiverse. A lot like our next story. Because Picasso's aside. Oh, no, that wasn't Picasso. That's not Picasso. How dare I? That's more Andy Warhol. Um, Venom 2, Electric Boogaloo, Let There Be Carnage, drops a new trailer with our first good look at Carnage below. The trailer shows off a more of uh, more of the Eddie and Venom. Uh, scroll down the, to the trailer there. <clears throat> it shows off more Eddie and Venom um, dynamic with the pair still working out all their kinks and their cohabitation as Eddie forces Venom to be less aggressive while Venom wants Eddie to be more proactive and he wants to eat people's heads. That's a common thread in the first movie. Eating people's heads and nothing else but their heads? Well, that's actually also why he likes chocolate. Because that was what? a nice nod to where they're in the grocery store in the first movie. Did you watch it? No. I'm talking to old man. Oh. No? 
But there's a nice nod to where he mentions chocolate because cer- certain things in chocolate, uh, some some of the chemicals are found in like the brain, and that's why he likes eating serotonin. Yeah, so he that he gets that from the chocolate, and that's why they're going through the grocery store of Miss Chen, and he's there. But it's a nice, it's a nice universe with Venom. I'm glad I watched it because I'm really ready for Cletus Cassidy to emerge here because the nice end credits with him saying that he's if he gets out, he just wants to be there to be carnage. Right there, he's saying I've tasted blood. That's not blood, and then here. We see him coming out in his carnage, and oh, this is going to be amazing! How different he changes from Venom because Venom encapsulates Eddie Brock as in almost yeah, the like symbiote encapsulates him, but Carnage just kind of twists his body and m- molecules to where he is tonguing that guy. He stuck his tongue down his throat, which is very rude. Um, and he intimate. better be careful for me too. <laughs> that guy is not going to be able he to then breathe. He proceeded to eat the guy, so yeah. I don't think there's any me too when there's no. And this one, Venom's body. getting scared, and he's just like, "Look, I will let you eat everybody." And he's like, "Really?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Okay," and he goes right into it, into the action. the The dynamic between the two and how they treat Venom and Eddie Brock. It just makes him the perfect anti-hero. They also have Shrek in this movie, not the green really? monster. It's Are there Lincoln universes? Is Mickey Mouse coming too? It was the, it was to the, his rescue, Mickey Mouse. It was the black girl in the com- in the convertible s- screaming. And she's Shrek. She has a voice amplification power and uh, Shriek. I like Shrek. That is a nice boda. <laughs> Venom and Shrek. <laughs> I like that. Venom and Shrek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we'll have to see if uh, Woody Harrelson really so commands crazy. So crazy. this role. Because you look at the roles that he's done, I just really feel like he is the perfect Cletus Cassidy. And yeah, I've come around amazing. on Tom Hardy as Venom. I really like him as Venom. Um, you know, we always have that running joke. This is like the best thing to do with Tom Hardy is to hide his face. But like, he's an amazing actor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, he doesn't, I feel that he doesn't get enough, you know, enough credit to the movies that he's in. Like, Mad Max, Bane. Like, he delivered what was asked of him and then some. I made fun of Bane, too. I made fun of Venom, and I made fun of Bane. And after I watched both of those movies, I actually really like how Tom Hardy and he was awesome. He was also he was also in Inception, and he was awesome in that movie too. He was amazing in that. That that whole movie Inception was really crazy. It was really good, really good, and really well done. You know, you had DiCaprio, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Tom Hardy. You had such amazing talent in that, you know? That's like departed-level talent in a movie. Well, that was like Christopher Nolan still doing, like, he was like, you know, Batman, still in the Batman yeah. realm, but like that was like right after Batman, uh, the the And that Dark was when uh, Zack Snyder was, he was talking to Nolan and all that for e- EP when he, uh, he eventually went yep. into you know, Man of Steel, I can't help but 
not think that some of those two, Zack Snyder and Nolan, Zack Snyder, together, like, they rubbed off on, on record. Zack Snyder has gone on record that he wanted Bale, you know, Christian Bale, Batman to carry over to do those things. But I'm glad we got, you know, Batfleck because at the time. He was, he was the perfect kind of Frank Miller Batman. And that's what really uh, Nolan tried to capture is that Frank Miller Batman. And then Zack Snyder just picked up the torch, and he really gave us that. That's why a lot of fans are campaigning for the Batman, Batfleck, uh, Deathstroke movie. Because they want to see the, the fucking New Mutants and Batman's tank, and they want to see all this shit. But back to Tom Hardy, it's yeah. he, again, he doesn't get enough credit for what he's in. I mean, the dude was in Band of Brothers. I mean, he's still awesome in that, even though he has, like, like five minutes worth of screen time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it needs to be these two. It needs to be Woody Harrelson and Tom Hardy being the mains. Just like you had Riot and Venom being the main people in. I'm not not surprised at Woody Harrelson's portrayal uh, of uh, Cletus because he was awesome in, in, um, you know, Natural Born Killers. Just that performance alone. Yeah. can carry that oh yeah so yeah and we're let's going that forget. like we're going that's like 40 years man now here's the thing let's not think, forget kingpin do you think they're gonna set up a, a spider-man no way home tie-in a multiverse of madness tie-in do you think we're gonna see the multiverse leaves it open for interpretation do you think we're gonna see an easter egg at the end of venom 2 let there be carnage to tie into the multiverse because there have been rumors with Kevin Feige saying, oh, no. You mean to tell me that Carnage is going to morph into our own Iron Kelly? Maybe. <laughs> Give him a red symbiote. We'll see what happens. That's all right. Carnage is pretty badass, so, I mean. Yeah, but you'll, you'll probably eat your wife's face. Let it let it eat the infection out of my face first, and then I'd be higher. <laughs> well, first that would it probably would, kill it. First, it would eat your small child because it's very it's like a chocolate, very small, scrumptious, and delicious. And no, then it, 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 it would eat your wife's face after eating my infection after after the podcast in the delivery room. Yes. <laughs> has to happen first it's actually the symbiote's choice yes not ours but i'm excited for this man actually checking out the first venom movie was really good tom hardy did great i'm really excited to see where they hilarious. come with this he did his he did that like you know what it reminded me of the way that he played that the way that ryan reynolds plays uh, uh deadpool yeah like, i thought he he was he had the, the, the perfect amount of comedy for for his character yeah he did he really did, and he commanded that role because he made Eddie Brock, like most people know Eddie Brock from like the Spider-Man event uh, animated series to where he was Peter's rival and all that. This really kind of took him out of that rival role and made him a or piece of shit. Or even the Spider-Man movie, yeah. It made him a piece of shit loser, but it still, it gave him this different kind of adversity to c- overcome throughout the movie to where even Venom's like, we're both losers! How 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 the movie humanized him without with, when having a symbiont attached to yourself. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Great, great stuff to where that's where I see this coming. Now, the thing that has fans worried is that in the trailer, it goes from a September 24th release date to just this fall. 
So with the variant out there, and we're not talking about Loki, people are thinking that oh, this that movie variant. might get pushed back. We need to prune that timeline. It's because the uh, you know the there was that big like you said the, the story. I don't know if you guys talked about it last podcast with the what's her face got upset and tra- sued them. Miss Johansson got upset. Now that was mainly off of. Well, I got to imagine they're taking all the a lot of the profits are going from Disney Plus, and they don't pay her from that. Well, yeah, because her deal with Disney was mainly the the original contract was just for theatrical theatrical release. Release. Now, with that, there are different things that they could have done to combat the streaming side because they have done it. it. If if Disney was, you know, if Disney should have just played nice and said, "Hey, we know that COVID is happening, and we're gonna we're gonna do a simul release in theatrical and this, so whatever whatever profit sharing we get from that, you get from." Say hello. No. Hi, Charlie. Hi, Charlie. Now how now how is Venom gonna eat this little cute little head first? Uh, (laughs) One one bite at a time. But you know, like a Snickers bar. We can keep going. Yeah, no, but, but Disney lost all that money from the park. Here's my gonna, here's my question. Whenever whenever you, you whenever you mention, you know, this kind of lawsuit, Disney it, they're getting sued by um uh, Emily Blunt for Jungle Cruise. They're getting sued by Scarlett Johansson with the Rocks that is Emma not Watson. Emma Watson. Emma Watson, that's who it was. Uh with Jungle Cruise. For Cruella. Uh, Cruella, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're all going in on Disney right here for their choice and, and of that. Heaven forbid, heaven forbid, if Dwayne The Rock Johnson does it. He already said he's for, not going to. He, yeah, that's but just if he, the he, kind of guy he's he not is. Go, he's not going to because he's the richest fucking person in Hollywood. Yep. There's no need for him to do it. He's but if he really Black wanted to Adam. teach them a lesson to kind of go to back for his co-stars, he he's would. He's making Black Adam with DC. He does not care. You know what I mean? It's but here's the thing. This is my main point. Why isn't HBO getting sued? Why isn't Amazon getting sued? It's all about the existing contracts. Oh, you you mean they already took that into account? Yes. Oh, so they were already treating people better than what was happening here. That I just wanted to get that out in the open. I, I, sure no, so clear. so I'm gonna backtrack this just a, just a little bit before we get too too ahead of ourselves and then we'll go to the next story. So this is a faux pas on both Disney's and her agent's yes. issue. Because if her agent, as soon as her agent found out that it's going to go for, you know, Disney Premiere Plus, be like, before you release this shit, we're not giving you permission until we rework the contract. Yeah. She had that right. Okay. So she could have said, I want the contract to be reworked so that, so any profits from the streaming service yeah. be included. Yeah, no, all right. They that, could have led her enough. on. Well, no, no, we're going to go do the theater release. It'll be fine. It'll they be were fine. leading all of us on. Oh, uh, we can't wait any longer. They Sorry. were leading all of us on, and then and they just the dropped reason, it at the last minute. the reason minute. why they could have just done that from Jump Street and then released a the movie, but that's the reason why they were re- waiting. They, they stalled it to, God, to get her as much money as possible. Yeah. Like, I understand Disney did what they did, and they wanted to get the content out there. And they, you know, they realized that people were just kind of meh about it. Yeah, and rightfully so because Disney dragged their feet. If yeah. they would have just reworked the contract, did it, 
for Premier Plus, they would have done it. It would have been last fun. year. Yeah, it would have been fun. But I mean, ScarJo, I think she ultimately made that decision because they killed her off. I I think it was more of a like it's in the contract. You guys, you know what you're doing. This is a blatant disregard of like. Well, she doesn't my have ability that, as an actress. She doesn't have that, like, oh, what's going to happen to my character? Like, I'm already dead. Fuck you. I got my money. But I'm getting my actual money that I should get. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad on ScarJo. Get your money, girl. Do it. I mean, don't yeah, let anybody I'm, I'm fuck you all about knowing your. I'm all about knowing your value and what yeah. you're worth. And know you your price tag. That, yeah, if, you're, if, you, if you feel that you are being, you know, misrepresented, Take it up with your agent. If you yeah. feel that you're not getting the value that you deserve, look at your contract and and find. And if you have to be reworked, then you rework your contract. Disney should have went to the table and say, "Hey, we know COVID's a bitch right now. We're going to do this for you." Yeah, that I, I, wholeheartedly. They're the ones that kept on stalling the movie. They're the ones that kept that, that could at any time said, "We want to rework the contract. We want to put it down on screen like Premiere Plus." Yeah, you'll get a cut of those profits. You'll still get a theatrical release. They just had, do it that way. They had the power, but they had all the power. They had like ninety percent of the power. They kept it all. They may be the last man. Like our next story. And as always, that was a good segue. Because why the last man drops us a trailer? Many have tried and failed to adapt Brian K. Vaughn and Pi Guerrera's acclaimed comic series "Why the Last Man," both for film and TV. But every project has gone the way of well, mankind. In the Why the Last Man, the new series Ben Schwartzer of Warcraft stars as the scrappy dude Yorick Brown, who discovers that he is the last man on Earth. With all living mammals with the Y chromosome dead, besides Yorick and his pet monkey Ampersand. Really? A monkey? Name Ampersand. Ampersand. Yeah. The end, simple. I love Ampersand. He's right there in the little holder. I love this fucking comic, and it looks like they're doing it right. A nice drama. Every single man died, went up, and croaked. It's nothing but women and one dude and a male monkey. Kelly, I kind of feel like you may be able to relate with Yurik Brown here being the last man. You also have a monkey? Oh, yeah. We need to get you a fucking capuchin monkey named Ampersand. No, no, I don't think I don't think that I think that'd be very dangerous. Or we can call Charlie Ampersand. Ampersand Charlie, that's her nickname. Now Kelly's the last man with Ampersand Charlie. Um but with a ferret. <laughs> Yorick becomes a wayward I soul. A drifting Was it Sonic? Like Yeah, it was it was named was Sonic Peter Quill. <laughs> Sonic <laughs> Peter Quill. That's okay. the only way to go. You know? Uh, drifting from yeah. an in- encounter to encounter. Uh, the new female-led world, meanwhile, has family... Uh, uh, meanwhile, his family is spread out across the country uh, following their own paths under the assumption that Yurik didn't survive. 
The rest of the uh, adaptation cast includes Diana Lane as Yurik's mother, Senator Brown, Olivia Thrimby as Yurik's sister, Hero, Amber Timbley as Kimberly Cunningham, uh, Mirren Ireland as Nora Brad, uh, Brady, Diana Bagg as uh, Dr. Allison Mann, Elliot Fletch as Sam Jordan, Julian Canfield as Beth DeVille, and... Lashana Lynch as Agent 355, who factors into the story in a spoilery way, so we won't divulge much into that. But the trailer for FX and Hulu's adaptation uh, communicates the scope of the new series, Vaughn's comic spanned through the nation and even the globe, and why The Last Man appears to do the same on Hulu. So after unsuccessful pilot and a little recasting, FX and Hulu are ready to retell their episodic retelling of the series, which touts uh, Elizabeth Clark of uh, Animal Kingdom and Rubicon as the showrunner for Why the Last Man. It premieres on FX and Hulu on September 13th. Interesting premise, and I'm interested to see how this goes because Hulu does have some good shows that really surprise you like the runaways surprised me when that came out on hulu um there was another hulu series i can't remember right now but there were a couple different hulu series that grabbed me but it's just few and far between to actually subscribe for me unless you have that bundle with disney you want to touch on the doll where they uh those series touched you i do have a doll over there they had the the prosthetic uh uh, Mm -hmm. art doll anyway i won't touch on him but I bet you got more dolls than that. I have a couple <laughs> Ghostbusters in front of the monitor. <clears throat> Little Legos. But but we ain't afraid of no ghost. Or Flash Gordon. Oh. <laughs> or Flash Gordon. Or Flash Gordon. Because Taika Watiti is writing the script for the live-action Flash Gordon remake. Thor Love and Thunder director Taika Watiti dipping his hands into another comic book franchise, giggity. And a whole two years after being drafted into the uh, working on the animated Flash Gordon movie, Jungle Cruise producer John Davis has revealed in an interview that Watiti uh, is now working on the live-action movie instead. Speaking to Collider in an interview to coincide with the weekend's release of Jungle Cruise, David shares the Taika is writing it, and it is a movie that was huge influence on him growing up. It is on uh, one of his favorite movies. He initially said to me, "Let's do it animated." I said, "Okay." Then we got into uh, into it and started developing it, and he said, "No, let's do it live action." And I said, "Even better." That's how you know it's going to be good because they're letting it evolve with their idea. Especially since Taika is a fan of Flash Gordon. You know, comics, the movie, even Star Wars was inspired off of Flash Gordon. So now Andy Warhol aside, old man, how do you feel about this Flash Gordon? I mean, Flash Gordon uh, remake. You want to fly on fire a second ago? As a kid, I love this movie. Yeah. Um, and then that little, that little, uh, insert into Ted, that was awesome. But, uh, 2012, that's what kicked up all the Flash Gordon stuff is Ted. Yep. Good um, story. I want to see, I want to see Flash Gordon done right. That's all, that's all I want. 
well, you know, I was doesn't necessarily have to be the same. I just want it to be done right. I was interested to see that Seth MacFarlane was originally tied because of the Ted uh, 2012. He was tied to redoing this telling of Flash Gordon, but then yeah. it, it ultimately goes to Taika Waititi to where you're going from one madman to another. But I kind of feel comfortable in Taika Waititi's hands after seeing Thor Love and Thunder, uh, you know, uh, Thor Ragnarok, as well as his episodes that he did with uh, Star Wars The Mandalorian. It's impressive. So I would like to think that they're going to take this classic sci-fi premise and really boost it into the next level. Kelly, you are very familiar with the Gordon of The Flash? I did. I did watch that movie as a kid, and I did watch the other one too. But yes, I did. And you keep referring to Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon is, is a sex parody of it, but it's not like our rated X one. It's it's like literally NC seventeen. No, like it's the not softcore. It's, it's more like just a, 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 like <laughs> a so bad that it's funny parody. Okay, um, it's actually pretty. It's pretty funny. So. I know my uh, my twin Mark agrees, yeah, and some people. So funnier than the old man thinks he is. Oh yeah, oh, a hundred percent. But in conclusion, Davey shared that he was happy to wait for Watiti uh, to find a gap in his schedule to direct this movie, and is confident that it will happen at some point. He said, "We've been through the development process, not the writing process, but." He's laid out in great detail the characters, the movie, in a way that, and the way that it's about, and uh, the tone and everything. So we're going to see where this goes. Taika Waititi happens to have a good idea as to where he's taking this. So she's not she's not listening to what us, right? No, she's not. Oh, good. Oh, thank God. Just, I'm just saying. Do I gotta watch what I'm saying? I went into radio no. mode for a Do second. I gotta watch there, my and mouth I was like, I okay. have impressionable ears <laughs> listening to me right now. I could scar that child in a the second. The child cannot hear us. Anal flesh beats. Thank God she had <laughs> She had her headphones off. She had her headphones off. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> She's probably watching Blues Clues. <laughs> Maybe. She may be watching this next story. You think? No, nah, probably not. It isn't released yet. But Lord of the Rings Amazon series, we have a set premiere date and our first look. If you scroll down a little bit, we have our first look sure there at the top. The, um, the Lord of the Rings series at Amazon officially has a premiere date. The highly anticipated epic fantasy series will debut on the streamer September 2nd, 2022. Looks accurate so far. With the new episodes dropping weekly after that, so they're going with the weekly format, uh, filming was completely uh, completed on the first season of the show, August 2nd, in New Zealand. Amazon also has released the first official image from the series, which can be seen right above me. My little question is, little is known are, we about gonna, are, are we going to see like introductions to like Gandalf's origins? Well, this is the second age, like middle okay. age kind of thing. They're going to way before the actual plots of the original trilogy. So we're getting more mythos and lore, which I kind of uh-huh. like. You know, it's what Game of Thrones is doing. And well, no one really said how old Gandalf that. truly was. Gandalf the Gray. That he is... could have been Gandalf the uh, the slightly off opaque before. 
We don't know. Yeah, you know, Gandalf the Red, Grey, and then White in order of power. Before that, he was known as, hey, you. Why, yes. <laughs> well, you have to figure, maybe he went like Super Saiyan, like Gandalf the Yellow, then Gandalf the Red, Gandalf the Blue. <laughs> no, it's Mighty Morphin Power Ranger Gandalf. He has a Zord now? Okay. He, he should have called the Zord in that last fight. Shit. He was in a, he was Hawk. He was Earth. Nobody wanted to be Earth. Um, or Heart in Captain Planet. Nobody, nobody wanted to be Heart. Yeah, heart! Yeah, that's my favorite. Everybody you know, else fire, had Fire, wind, water, Everybody heart. else had a badass ring. And then you had, heart, someone <laughs> help me. Yeah. But he had a monkey. Someone please help me. Monkey friend, help me. I wouldn't, like, go towards Link. Heart. You're like, oh, what, you want licks? You want belly rubs? <laughs> oh, we're playing the game again. Yeah. No, that wouldn't work. Heart is not a good power ring. Gandalf would take it, and he'd be badass at it. Well, everybody loves Gandalf, so that's the power of heart. One heart to rule them all. <laughs> <Very nice. laughs> the journey begins September 2nd, 2022, with a premiere of our original Lord of the Rings series on Prime Video, said Jennifer Salk, head of Amazon Studios. I can't express enough how just how excited we are to take our global audience on a new and epic journey through Middle-earth. Our talented produ uh, producers, cast, creative, and production teams have worked tirelessly in New Zealand throughout a pandemic. Daddy, hopefully, I'm see what's in your ear. Hopefully, they're still alive. And what's in my ear? It's the Listen to me! <laughs> <laughs> I just love that face. Oh, dad life. I remember those days. It's like, Daddy... Why is this covering your ear? <laughs> why? The worst part is I can't, I can't put it on my other ear. So I can't because it hurts to put it on you the other ear. All right. Yeah, side. yeah. You were in the dessert, and now you have a ear thing. You got a Sarlacc pit in your ear. Like, now I want to get down because Daddy's being mean to me. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She just wants to do whatever she's not supposed to do. Basically. Yeah, that's kids. But yeah. another thing I you're not supposed to do, you're not supposed to like this next story because HBO Max is letting non-subscribers watch the first episode of shows for freeze starting yesterday. I'd be, I'd be more pissed if I was, like, the non-subscriber because, like, you, you don't get anything. Like, the first one will just make – I mean, it's a, I think it's a good strategy. <laughs> it's like putting the first the first inch in and not getting anything else. <laughs> You're gonna want to watch any like if you Giggity if you know doo. you're gonna watch a show you're gonna want to watch the whole thing after you watch the first one. Yeah, Crunchyroll does the same thing. They'll let you watch like one or two episodes of an anime, and they're like, Haha, "Gotcha, bitch." Yeah, that's how uh, <laughs> Netflix used to do that. Like I used to watch Inuyasha yeah. with my wife, and we like we got like all the way like like halfway through it, and it was just like there's no more on there. I'm like, what the fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know that really pissed me off. I really loved Inuyasha too. That was a great one. But they have it all on. Uh, Funimation now, so I was oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, old ring. And then I re I went back and rewatched it and realized how stupid some of it is, though. Hundred <laughs> percent. Give oh, me the yeah. jewel, the Saquon jewel. Yeah, yeah. No, it was pretty ridiculous. But the current list of services who, and tentacle porn aside, plot plots and <laughs> premieres are available to non-subscribers. Include Batwoman, Euphoria, Game of Thrones, Harley Quinn. Wow, Lovecraft Country, 
Love Life, Perry Mason, Raised by Wolves, which is an amazing fucking show. You are not going to be able to watch one episode of that show and get, gain an appreciation for it. As well as The Flight Attendant, Titans, The uh, Nero, and Warrior. The premiere for the second season of Doom Patrol will also be available. HBO Max will rotate a slot of available shows. But at the moment, these are the ones that have been chosen. So there can only be a few. But viewers will also be able to navigate through the HBO Max, offering a glimpse into additional programming. So you'll be they're giving you they're giving you the ultimate cocktails because they're going to let you do, you know, watch the first episode of all these different shows, just to hope that you'll pay the eight bucks to watch them. No, sorry, it's a good marketing, you know, <laughs> thing to do. But I I don't know I I just. I don't think that this is really going to gain the kind of subscribers that they're looking for. Making a salute to the you don't th- you don't think this will this will help gain subscribers? I think it will. You think so? I mean, I mean, if 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 I went say like for example, um, HBO Max has uh, Titans, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Fuck if that. I wanted to watch Titans. And I like I'm like somebody told me to watch Titans, and they're like, "Yo, go on HBO." And I don't have HBO Max. Of course, I can just get somebody else's HBO Max subscription. But like, if I didn't have anyone that knew it that would give it to me, and I was like, "Let me watch the first episode," I would I would definitely 100% get HBO Max just to watch the rest of that. See, that's the thing. If you were on the borderline, then I see this working. But if you just didn't have any inclination to get HBO Max, I don't. I see a lot of people seeing it as like we are, like what the first episode. Uh, okay, you know. But it is a definite benefit to those people who are on the fence because it is a great service, especially with all the animated DC shows that you get, as well as you know all the different kinds of original content that they're adding in there, like Raised by Wolves and Lovecraft Country, which have gained a whole bunch of award nominations hbo max by themselves i think they gained like 138 nominations in the 73rd emmy not or 138 emmy awards uh no yeah you're, you're on the right track i know i know what you're saying it was something like that they gained a whole bunch of fucking nominations just for the original shit that they're putting out on there to where you if you saw the awards and you were on the fence, and now they're offering a free episode, you could check out a couple of their shows and be like, you know what? There's at least five shows on here that I can actually see binging here's, through. Yeah, here's, that, that is also a huge benefit. Because if you, even if you're not on the fence, if you're just like, oh, let's see what this HBO Max is all about. Yeah. You're going to browse the entire library. You're going to be like, okay, I like that show, I like that show, I like that show, I like that show, I like that show. And then you'll see all the first episodes of those, like, Probably in one day. It'd yeah. be like, it, you'll make a decision as a consumer if you're going to want HBO I think, Max. I, I just personally think that that would definitely get it for me. Even if I wasn't on the fence and was like, let me check out some of these shows. Like, yeah. like you said, Chris, I would definitely, I think it's, I think it's a good idea. Now, HBO Max launched May 27th of 2020 in the U.S. and currently has a total of 67.5 million subscribers globally. I don't think they're hurting. They're well, they're also there. you're also so I think that number is slightly inflated because you get the subscription 
three-year cable provider too. So they already had a, a certain install base. So I would like to see the numbers of like just subscribing directly to HBO Max and not through I'm the sorry, those provider. numbers aren't available. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we don't release <laughs> those I'll tell you one thing that is available. It's just next story. Because you're going to go all the way over to 23 East State Street in Media PA, where you're going to And you're going to wish him a happy birthday. The Game of DVD Exchange with Mark Gervais right behind the counter. And you Although, say, if you're listening right here, fellas, it's not available. You say, Broski. happy birthday. And we Even all love you here at birthday. the Purge Act. It is his birthday. No, but when they listen to this. Oh, well, yeah, you're right. In the fa- in the past. Yeah, no. Yeah. They're in the future. We're right. in the past. Right. Yeah, no. Yeah. In the fu- Damn. Time travel is fucked. Now. But if you right, are in the future, you'll just go over there and say, happy belated birthday. Broski. And yeah. he will say thanks, as well as it showing you right over to the $5 wall, where you're going to find all the latest Blu-rays like Spider-Man 3. You may have a couple copies left because we've talked about Probably it so not. much. As well as Chris's nuts, <laughs> where all of his forty-seven kids I don't came think from. He's allowed to sell that. He's not allowed to. Not, not in this country. Not in this country. This is a hell of an ad segment, though, for Mark. <laughs> Black market for the win. Yes. Ask him about Chris's nuts. Ask him about the old man nuts, and he'll gonna reach, love my nuts. He'll reach behind the counter and say, "Broski, I don't have that, and I never will." But one not thing, even on trading. Or consignment. <laughs> Somebody else who's grabbing your nuts is this next story. Cool shirts too. Yeah, man. You'll find a lot of cool shirts in the next story because Disney reveals the price for a trip to a galactic star cruiser a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And would you believe it's going to cost you a lot of credits? Are they, are they galactic credits or Nubian credits? They have the price breakdown a little bit below that in a picture right there. It's where if family of four, you're looking at like five grand for two nights. Well, can I just use the Jedi mind trick? No. No. They're trained against that. It's part of the staff protocol. But Disney that, has... That's why, that's why I can't get through any of them with the ears... Yeah, they've okay. been they've been pushing this Westworld style immersive experience, complete with quote unquote real lightsaber props that will expand the galaxy's edge theme park into a full fledged two day interactive Star Wars adventure. You'll sleep in the uh, Star Wars themed room, eat and drink Star Wars inspired fare, which alcoholic and specialty beverages are not included in the price. Yep. Yeah. So you can't get those, uh, you know, t- the Twi'lek drinks. Yeah, you can't get the Twi'lek whiskey and uh, just charge it to your room. Still no, it? no. I, I remember that drink in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where it's like mind eraser, and it's like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's like taking, it's like drinking and having. Like a sledgehammer pound a marble, yeah. and they drink it, and then they go like, "All right, right, right." <laughs> <laughs> uh, the company announced a lot more information about the p- 
practical aspects of the Galactic Star Cruiser experience, including a first look at pricing. And like the fictional Westworld theme park, it looks like the Disney's real-world immersive Star Wars hotel will be limited to the extremely wealthy, with a two-night stay starting at $4,809 for two adults. That is knocking It will be for the ultra-wealthy at first. Yeah. Then they'll have to appeal to the bigger mass audience because that's only going to take you so far. Well, the price is just an estimate for an entry-level cabin. Remember Disney, what was it, Disney Escape, Disney Island or whatever it was? They had this really massive price until nobody was was willing to go. Then they had to, like, drop that price again. How many Disney fans died during COVID? That's what they really need to get the statistics on. I think they need that for because I have no interest in spending five grand in a two night like me and Big Brother go down to fucking you know Galaxy's Edge. One day is you were better off spending that money and going seeing the Game of Thrones. Iron Throne. And one day is spent at Galaxy's Edge on, like, the two rides that they have to keep immersing the experience more. So you're going from the hotel to Galaxy's Edge in this little two-day experience. I'll spend the $300 on VR and say fuck off. Or if you really want to have a nice hotel admission to Disney's Hollywood Studios Park, for uh, hang on, where is it? Uh, the tickets include. Oh, this is what the tickets include. Uh, bu- 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 a family of four with three adults and one child comes to about six grand for a two night trip. The ticket includes two nights at the hotel, food and drink, except the alcoholic and specialty beverages. Admission to uh, Disney Hollywood Studios Park for the day to visit a uh, Galaxy's Edge Park, and parking is also included. Uh, but you're mostly paying for the immersive Star Wars experience, which Disney says will offer an in-universe style adventure complete with roleplay staff who will ask you for help on quests or factions that will be able to be joined during your trip. So you'll be able to become a rebel spy. Yeah, I don't or think they're going to have the questing that I'm going to want to Lick Vader's boots. Guests will even be allowed and even encouraged to dress the part in Star Wars outfits, something that usually isn't permitted at Disney parks for adult guests. On the other parks, you're banned above the age of five, I think. Yeah, you can't dress as a Star so Wars Jedi or anything. You know, I think you would have a better you would have a better experience just going to a Comic Con and dressing up as a Star Wars character. No offense. But I'm just going. Well, no, all the nerds at Comic Con would be right there, fucking playing along with you. You know, yeah. Dressed as Darth Vader, you're gonna choke out everybody at Comic Con. Yeah, and they'll allow you to do it. Fifteen bucks for per force choke. You know, with no touching. You know, that's very. If you're ultra wealthy and you have kids, you know, you make Joe Rogan type of money, then this might be for you. Yeah, man. All those Hollywood types are gonna flock to it. And then, you know, the rest of us will... Uh, a two-night stay. That, I just can't for justify six grand for two nights. That's insane. Two nights. To, to, to even fathom that as a price. You have to, like, you really have to have, like, your, like, one foot across the threshold into the gates of hell. So, oh, this was the thing I was looking at. The Glen Floridian Resort 
uh, considered the most expensive and upscale option for mm-hmm. staying at the park, along really with two nice days stuff. worth of tickets to Disney theme parks for two adults, roughly comes out to $2,150. So you can spend three times the amount dressing up as a Star Wars, you okay, know, role-play cuckold. That place is awesome. Or you could stay at the Floridian. I've never stayed at the Floridian. I don't got that type <coughs> of money. But if you got that type of money, fuck that. Uh, go, yeah, go, go there. It's half the fucking cost. Go to Epcot. Epcot's a, a fraction of the cost. And you'll still have fun. I mean, you won't dress up like a Jedi ninny, but, you know. No, they, they will ban you and throw you out of the park if you try that in Epcot. But Shun the non-believer! Know. Shun! <laughs> But and it sa- only costs you six thousand yeah, dollars. A sample itinerary, okay. Now this is what you're getting with your six grand. Includes activities like sabak competitions, lightsaber training, and unexpected, optional story moments that could pop up during a guest stay. Could you imagine running to the bathroom with like diarrhea? You gotta shit, and someone just pops out with a quest. I'm barrel rolling over them. You are not stopping me. I don't give a fuck. Uh, about I'm, I'm going to accept it and then click on the abandoned quest button. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unexpected? No, I don't want unexpected. You know, you're tired. You're going back to your room. I need your help. You need to go find somebody else. I don't have the time for you right now. I would. <laughs> no, your answer would be hold out your hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't have anything for you. You know, it's. I'm sure very exciting for somebody who has a lot more energy than me and a lot more money. And patience. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe Maybe with a little patience, they can expand this out. Two days is a little bit short. You give somebody like a four-day vacation. That's very popular for Disney. You give them a four-day vacation of like this experience. Now, I imagine this is Walt Disneyland because they mentioned Galaxy's Edge. I don't think Florida has anything Star Wars related open yet, but they, they are the, planning they a, the uh, uh, like a Star Cruiser like casino there, or not casino, but uh, hotel there. So you'll have Sabak all over. So Kelly, how long would you like to pretend to be a Jedi and pay well, six thousand dollars a day for Forever? two days? Yeah, <laughs> for two days. Although it's like paid staff, like paid actors, to where you act like a Jedi, you got the lightsaber, you can force push people, and they have to act like they're force pushed. You know, I feel like that would be great. Fun. That sounds like fun, not for six grand fun. No, no. Oh wait, you got to pay. Yeah, to yeah. Be a, six oh, grand. I thought you were getting paid. No, no, no. This is six grand. No, you, you pay, pay them. Six thousand dollars for nice people. Three adults and one child. Six a grand day. for two days. Uh, for two days. That's right. Two days. Two. And one um, day is spent at Galaxy's Edge. How would they know the existing like, theme park with two rides? Yeah, you get to ride. How would they even rides. know that? Like you, if you're paying six grand, Cameras. you should get the whole package for that. Like not just grand. like be a Jedi, but you should get an like extra one, two rides, an extra five hundred, and you can get Vader to force choke you. If you know what I mean. <laughs> gonna force choke my chicken yeah. <laughs> it's not gay it's a dust rudder um another thing I am your father in other news what else <laughs> we sounded more like bane there than you did 
In other news, Facebook can project your eyes onto the outside of a VR headset because that's not I creepy that? at all. Why would I want that? Because people around this me. is like Google gla- googly glasses. This is a research project. Okay, they found that people, when you have the go- the VR headset on, even if you can see other people outside of your headset with it on, okay, they find it very disorienting and difficult to talk to you with the VR headset. So this is what Facebook is researching. They're researching, and if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see the first iteration of it to where, there it is. It's just a tablet with your eyes on the outside, and it's like, oh, my head's going to (laughs) explode. It's very fucking. I'm telling you, this is just drunk goggles. Yeah. Yeah. So then, go down. There's video. Oh, there's video. Of them going through this to where they found these weird goggles to where they made them octagonal so that you can actually you can enjoy your VR AR experience with your VR headset and you can still see the person's eyes as they go. I'm sorry, did we solve poverty all of a sudden that we, we have to make <laughs> eyes on your virtual reality so the people in the room aren't offended? Really? This is the problem in the world? Yes. This is what we're doing. Yes. Okay. It's a face carry on Facebook reality labs. Big brother, you're acting like there's not a pandemic to solve. Yeah, I know. We've solved all those. No, that's all right. We solved that. (laughs) We solved that. They want to help work anymore. We've solved everything because we're making virtual eyes. Look, Facebook uh, Reality Labs wants Mm -hmm. to help people see your eyes while you're in virtual reality. That's it. Feed the homeless. How about start there? But that doesn't involve VR. It does not. It involves getting your ass out there and doing something. It's not in their business plan, you know? Well, then it's not allowed. Proceed with VR, I guess. (laughs) Even the results, it sits somewhere between mildly (laughs) unsetting and nightmarish, like this one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's very weird. I don't think. I don't think that would Do you imagine that with the, like, the Steam Deck and these, like, Plastered down right to his they house. think this is this is gonna make people feel comfortable. Now, Chris, yeah. imagine you're walking up, telling your stepson that dinner's ready. You're like, "Hey, dinner's ready," and he looks up to you like th- with that on his head, like, "Okay, I'll be down in a minute." You're gonna be a little fucking freaked out. And I would tell him to get out. <laughs> <laughs> get out of my house wearing that. I He's wouldn't like, be, you know, Johnny. I'm a I'm a gamer, and I wouldn't be seen wearing that shit. I wouldn't even be see- unseen wearing that shit. I mean, why do you need to see my fucking eyes? I'm are playing you- virtual reality to escape you motherfuckers. Are you that insecure? Like, well, I, I put on the headset to tell you something. I, I want to be able. I want them to be able to see my beautiful That's eyes. I don't want to talk. Eyes when I talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. We don't talk. This virtual world. We don't talk anymore. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. What I was riding a, uh, a roller coaster. you know i just i want without the equilibrium sir i want vr and ar to move forward but i don't want it to take stupid leaps and bounds and waste time with crap like this this is needlessly stupid nobody asked for this no yeah and nobody should hey what if you could what if you could look at my eyes there was like two people like what if we did this 
<laughs> and they, so, didn't even so, get, yeah. they didn't even get permission. They were just did it. <laughs> well, Google was like, I guess is, we have to run with this now. They watched. My question is, the person who's wearing this, they still don't see anything. This is just for the person well, no, who the, you don't care about. Like with the yeah. Oculus Quest <laughs> and the different uh, VR headsets, they allow you to see what's in front of you in the Take headset. the damn headset off! Especially, like, like, look at my eyes. This, this is what would happen if you were talking to me and I had one of those and I'm playing, like, say, a roller coaster. So, uh, what are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you looking at my face? Um, uh, I'm having fun. Do you have a secret? <laughs> are you not telling me something? No, it's something else. I'm, <gasps> like, you know, there's different things. I have to hurl. With VR, none of them involve having to see s- the whites of someone's eyes. This is stupid. It is. It's completely. Let's move on re- to the next story. It's completely yeah, next story. <laughs> Just like Facebook. It still looks ridiculous. But they don't kick us off for talking about it. Much like this next story, former Elder Scrolls devs announce Wayward Wayward Realms, which has a short teaser trailer below. Back in 2019, we learned that the veteran developers, Julian Lefay and uh, Ted Peterson, leads on Elder Scrolls Arena and Daggerfall, have found a new studio, Once Lost Games. At the time, they said they were working on a new RPG, Through th- though they didn't set, uh, give out much details and haven't said much since. Today, the silence was broken. Once Lost Games has announced the Wayward Realms single-player open-world fantasy RPG. The exciting news, especially if you've been patiently tapping your foot waiting for Elder Scrolls VI to arrive. Not really. The Wayward Realms is set in a group of over 100 realistically scaled islands, known as uh, collectively as the Archipelago. Where You're finally awake. Scores of factions vie for influence and power, reads the announcement. Kingdoms strive to maintain their dominance. Upstarts seek to earn a, a place at the top. And dynasties set generational plots into motion. Should the players earn a position of prominence, they may change the course of history. The game would uh, world of Wayward Realms is way bigger than most other games that you can think of, according to the game's page on Steam. Big cities with hundreds of thousands of NPCs, deep, dark, dangerous forests, gigantic mountain ranges, sprawling swamps and marshlands, vast oceans, and more brought to life through dynamic procedural generation. So, Wayward Realms, we have this person, once again, uh, looking to be that Elder Scrolls killer. Well, we'll see. Vast open worlds, hundreds of different islands. So, you know, you're going to have ships, you're going to have the common spell crafting and shit you know, like that. When I play Elder Scrolls, I don't play for the graphics. No. Unless you got a good story, you can go blow yourself. Well, here's the good part that I liked about it. Players... <laughs> Players won't be bound by class in Wayward Realms, but can create their own customized skills and abilities to craft their own spells, potions, and enchantments. That could go horribly wrong. And the world, which managed by 
virtual game master will treat you differently depending on who you choose to be and the actions you take. So Big Brother will probably not like it. We'll see. All right. World, so. of, world events have different effects in the life of the socialized uh, autocracy and a thief really? entire in. Uh, a thief entrenched in the world conspiracies, a scholar collecting ancient artifacts, or whatever you shall craft yourself, this game is hoping to be it. And they got a couple uh, different picks here to where they show a nice, you know, giant I'll spider. Admit, it's got potential, but it we'll, does. We'll see what you can. But people also said a new here. world had potential before it started breaking 3090s. Yeah, it, yeah, uh, fun. Although Asus did say that they were going to goodwill all those bricked 3090s from A New World, which is really a gracious, you know, they didn't have to do that. It's all right, though. That sounds fun. It's also an alpha, you know, pre-alpha. So it's a good choice for them to really, especially if you left Elder Scrolls, this is something that I would see you working on. And even if it's in, you know, very, very early status, I think that, there's a lot of legs here. Okay. Billy Noble says, is this a place I go for mental health help? Almost. Close. <laughs> Very close. Close. Very oh, close. Obviously not. I'll move on. Well, you know, I mean, you're not that far off, Billy. Unfortunately, we're not sure how long we'll have to wait to find out how well a game backs up those claims. Wayward Realms has no release date as of yet, and nothing has been hinted at. Things may go south, not just with our podcast, but this next story. Hang on, I got a button for that. That was a good segue. I got a lot of pages of buttons, you know, including this one, which I don't get to use enough. Our Island Carrot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our Iron Kelly would like this next story because a new South Park game is in the works with several spinoff movies, about mm-hmm. 14 if I am to be believed, because uh, the boys, uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone, have signed on to create multiple episodes and of the I wish hit they made comedy like another. I wish they made like a cartoon orgasmo. They're getting nine hundred million for fourteen movies. Another se- uh, up to season thirty for South Park, which brings them to twenty twenty seven, and then another game. Nine hundred million. And the South Park games are fantastic. Fractured butthole. Um, what was the superhero one? S- stick of truth. Uh, stick of truth and fractured butthole. Uh, butthole. Those were solid fucking games. Turn based, and I don't like turn based, but I loved. Those games, they had a air of difficulty, but they also had a lot of the characters that you loved from the show because South Park started when I was in, like, you know, fourth or fifth grade. The South Park game when you get to piss on snowballs and throw at people. Which are, you, which are you more impressed 64. by? The fact that South Park is still going or Simpsons? No, Simpsons isn't going anywhere. I, I would say South Park for me. Because of how much shit they've done, yeah, like and they get away with it. Get away with. They get a There's, free pass on it. And I heard this. On, I heard this on Rogan. They like don't any show any show that did any of that would be like canceled immediately. But like, I heard this on Rogan. They don't get notes from the company. 
Like, it's very common. Like, even I, when I was working on Tales from the Morgue, I got notes from Joe. Like, hey, with you know, do this with your script and stuff like that. You get notes from somebody higher than you saying, I want you to do this. They don't get notes. They, they do what the fuck they doing. want. Because they made that company lots of money. Yeah, so you shut your damn mouth and publish what they we They made the most them. popular cartoon. So. I mean, arguably the most popular out cartoon. <laughs> out of fucking construction paper. That's what they started <laughs> with. Fucking construction paper. And All stop while motion. they were filming basketball. After <laughs> filming Orgasmo. Setting up light stage. Not a bad movie, all right? Ron Which Jeremy, one? Orgasmo. Not a bad movie, okay? Dota Boy. <laughs> the, uh, what was he, a, me- uh, a Methodist porn star? No, he was. they were Mormon. Mormon, and that's what it was. And he couldn't be in a sex scene, but he uh, would go all... Stunt cock. <laughs> <laughs> Orgasmo was a fantastic fucking film. And it that's really why is. you want to throw money at these guys, because they have that weird mind, like certain people I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a really, it's. I'm really happy it's for him to be getting, you know, the 900 million there, and to keep going on with this little dream they had, which these characters are iconic. Fractured Butthole was a fantastic game, just like Stick uh, Truth. I still have to finish that one. Oh, I got to finish both of them, but I got a good. I got. I finished the Stick of Truth. It was hilarious at the end. I oh got further God. through Stick of Truth than I did the fra- uh, Fractured Butthole. But they were both. Yeah, I, I just can't play it in front of Connor. Kelly doesn't have to worry about that. His little one's still young enough. Not yet. Young enough to not really remember all the depraved shit that daddy does. We're, we're getting there. <laughs> you're getting there close. You're in that yellow oh, yeah. range. She's starting to copy things. Yeah, you're, you're in that yellow range, you know. Uh, dad does this. Let me copy that. Dad also likes this next story. So let me do Mommy, that. Daddy said he was going to rape and kill these people online playing Call of Duty. I will shit down your neck and fuck your mother. And I do. <laughs> Dad, I just asked it's you to fine. pass the salt. <laughs> Charlie's future. I could do 100 push-ups and one minute. <laughs> I've, I've I drive a dog's truck. I'm just trying I to go to the bathroom. I'm just trying to go to the bathroom, Dad. Just trying to go to the bathroom. <laughs> but somebody else who hopefully didn't have to go to the bathroom is this next story because a gamer uses a controller made of pizza to beat Dark Souls 3. Hit the spicy pepperoni. That game's almost impossible with a regular controller. Yeah, but here we see that he grabs a... It's a device that you can grab to make any kind of, you know, anything a controller. You just hook up the connective leads and attack, you hit the pizza... To heal, you have to eat the pizza. And that is the the problem with Dark Souls. Because if you suck, you're going to run out of pizza. You're going to run out of controller. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be running out of controller. Ma, more pizza! I need more lives! To melee, you have to fart. (laughs) You know, like, uh, like, what kind of different controls? But, I mean... If you're in a clinch and you don't have a, com- you know, you don't have a good controller, maybe you rage quit and broke them all. You just need to go and grab what this guy did, 
a delicate device. Uh, served up some silly fun, but if you, uh, bu- 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 I'm trying. He to MacGyvered find that shit, man. He really did. I'm trying to find the name of it. I've already passed it here. Was um, it double stuffed? Like the double crust pizza, Mackie Mackie board kit. So I was playing Chris in Mortal Kombat, and I beat him with a cashew. <laughs> Finish him, honey roasted. <laughs> when I was in ATC, I would I would take pictures on Instagram of gummy bears, but I would do gummy bear porn, and I would love to have a gummy bear controller set up, you know, and play some Raging Blast too with some gummy bears. I think that'd be Dancing dope. Here and there and everywhere. everywhere. If Special the gummy, gummy bears, bears had a game, I would play the gummy bears while. Beating the gummy bears with my fingers, I guess. Kamehameha. Kamehameha. <laughs> 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 kind of broke me a little there. I was thinking it. Message. Kamehameha. Boom. <laughs> boom. 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 You can blow your background through Zoom there, sir. So we actually had a good end segment, which is. What profession or role would you be a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away in the Star Wars universe? And why, kids? What would you would you be a, a stormtrooper? Or just regular trooper, maybe Republic, Imperial, Sith Arm, Empire, you know, High Republic, whatever you want to pick. Would you be a smuggler? Maybe you want to be like Joe Paladino or not Joe Paladino, uh, Joe Gilmore. And uh, be a speeder salesman. On you want to catch a ride? <laughs> Maybe you'll be like Wonderful Woman, Katarina Thermoscara, and be a librarian slash historian on Naboo. Beautiful okay. scenery on Naboo. Beautiful planet. Or, or That's Coruscant, a great choice. Like the Jedi Council. Pretty safe. So what, what exactly is the question? What profession would you be in the Star Wars universe? Would you be a tailor on, you know, Dantooine? Or, you know, would you be, you know, a moisture farmer on Tantooine? Or a fluffer in town. A fluffer on Coruscant. <laughs> Whatever fluffs your boat. This is not the droid you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> but I have one in the back. <laughs> Overall, I thought Kat's answer of a librarian very much fit for her. Um, I, I wouldn't mind being a spice smuggler. You get a nice ship until you end up in with imperial prison. Lots of cargo holds and stuff like that. You know, unless no, you work for the unless you're for the rebellion, because then you're smuggling spice and weapons for the rebellion. So then you got you got back up there. You know, you're just a smuggler. A smuggler, you, know, you just got to have places smuggler to hide who's shit. smuggling drugs into the rebellion to help the empire. That's a very nice plan you got there, Ken. Okay, when you're you put it like tons that. tons of crystal meth and ruin <laughs> the rebellion. Thanks. Look, man, there's something to that spice shit. You got it in Dune. You got it in Star Wars. Sure. That spice drug is some potent shit, all right? That's yeah, some meth. kind of powerful psychoactive. Probably meant to suppress the masses, but... Mm. What would your profession be? Hopefully not a degenerative smuggler who would hopefully turn into a handsome uh, prince after being kissed by a princess. Okay. So, a couple things here. Okay. Break it down. I can tell you a couple that I would not want to be. All right. Well, those are easy. 
anybody yeah. working for the Jedi Temple wow. because that is pretty much like working for social services. I would I would not want to be a dancing girl in Jabba's place. Uh, oh yeah, no. Even if you had a, the moves, I think I would that, not want to be an Imperial officer under the command of Vader. Oh yeah, no. There is no four hundred one k. You're not going to need it. Uh, a Scarif assault team member. I don't want to be a cook on the Death Star. What about bounty hunter? Like light bounties? You know, anybody, not going after like, anybody Jedi whatsoever in the holy city of Jeddah. All right. <laughs> um, but no, I would probably want to be a, anyone uh, who lives on Alderaan. I don't want to live on. Alderaan. Why they they, they they they? It's on fire. It's lit it's a there. Hunk of rocks is what it is. It's I would be the CEO of Kuwait Drive Yards. Okay. Okay, that's a transport very company. Specific reference. That you they're looked the, up they're, they're the company that built the uh, twenty-five thousand star destroyers and sold it to the Empire. All right, that's not okay. bad. That's not you're very well taken care of for a long time, probably your lifetime. <laughs> probably your, life, your lifetime. Your lifetime, because that. you not only built that, you built the fucking Imperial star destroyers, as well as you had to have something to do with the star destroyers with the planet killers. On hey, Exegol. You might get some of that Death Star. That contract contracting work. money from the Emperor would That's really some Death help Star you fuck Listen, you money, man. I'm a contractor now. I'd be a contractor there too. So You really would I could completely see you as the contractor there. I mean, I'd probably be a wrench monkey in there working on hovercraft and speakers, I would hire you. I'd be fine. To, to build these you know, you need a good mechanic. I mean, I'd be a mechanic anywhere I go. I mean, I'd be a mechanic in the Star Wars universe, but I may run into Jedi like Ahsoka Tano because I'm a good guy, you know. I, I see, can have no, a good nobody, fulfilled Star Wars journey. There's never you never see the guy, the CEO behind the scenes who you know the the guy who owns the companies that builds these. You're things. the he's, enabler. He's the background evil, character sir. talking sure to Palpatine am. in the background, like yeah, you know we're gonna. Have but because you're a contractor, members. you can also enable the good guys too. Yeah, yeah, and it went you're, so well for the you're a war profiteer. That's what you are. You're Nick Cage in hey Lord man, of War. War makes money. <laughs> yeah, you're Nick Cage in Lord of War. Remember how awesome he was in that movie? Yeah. When he did the yeah. the cocaine that's, and gunpowder off the hooker's ass. I was like all about him being uh, what's his face because Nick Cage is a badass. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It would be I mean, the Rock, our Iron Kelly, badass Empire, you know, ship constructor, and then we'd have him on on our shitty, you know, Empire sponsored, of course. Uh, podcast, you know, because Emperor Palpatine watches. It's, he's like Elon. He's always watching. Brendan Casey says, Gary, <laughs> you are muted. I give all my uh, my employees bonuses who like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. Old man, what is your profession? I really like Kelly's constructor. Uh, because you know I have the ability for it. Um, a senator. C three one eight. Oh no, I thought you were going. A, for a senator was like going to be my like second choice too. It's crazy. Senator for that that would be one of them because your uh, job doesn't be, mean anything. Well, I mean, I could just go through the motions, <laughs> say yes or no, and and and, and still get a paycheck. Win. He's a behind the scenes um, senator. He's not one of the ones that were making all the decisions. She was just making all the good money, like like, and then. But I'm friends with ET, so. Um, <laughs> Hey man, oh, okay. that's where you get the best spice. Um, but outside of that, pro- like uh, for the the respect and notoriety, um, bounty hunter, yeah, like to have that that infamous or 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 legend status, 
that, that bounty hunter, but the final one, just because you want to be able to wield the weapon, a shock trooper. Yeah. Ah, uh, just be able to just, yeah. Shock you know trooper. what, though? I wouldn't mind being a Mandalorian. You get awesome armor eventually. You gotta, eventually. You got to, like, earn See, that. You got to kill though. people. Whatever. You're a Mandalorian. Buck up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty, pretty, sure being a up I'm pretty sure my decision skills more people than the Mandalorian. <laughs> being a Mandalorian you, is the true definition of a masochist, so that's right up your alley. Notice, <laughs> speaking of masochists, notice none of us ever even mentioned one peep of being a Jedi. I'll be a Jedi. Sure. Well, because it's would. profession. Jedi is not a profession. Jedi is, is. is a religion. Is a is, is like it's a way of life. Faith. So if you're a so priest, you sell it. So you if know. you're a priest, you are not. No, no, they're called. You knights. don't have a profession. What do you mean? A priest no, is a profession. A, there's a difference between being a, a priest and being a healer. You are and, a priest of the Jedi Order, so that is a profession. Uh, maybe sort of. Certain priests get paid. No, no. Depending on my the understanding, this this end segment was excluding Sith and Jedi. Oh, fuck no! Why wouldn't no. I exclude that? Why would you exclude the Sith? Man, you're talking the Sith, whole universe. Uh, a Sith sorcerer, because that is my character on Star Wars. Okay. okay. Well, there you go. Fair enough. Go. He wants to be the Sith. There you go. I knew it. I always pictured him as the Sith. Yeah. It's always lightning from the fingertips. Look, if anything, Sith would be the more attractive of the two because you don't get abducted as a child. You can live your life however you want, and then just because you're Force-sensitive, somebody says, yeah, I'll train you. That seems a lot more adaptive because then you can go from a, a Sith to a Grey Jedi. It's hard to go from Sith to, like, Jedi. I mean, you got to be, like, masochist, whipping yourself on the back and shit, you know. But I think Sith to Grey Jedi would be a nice step up. Much like that character in Castlevania. Exactly. To where, you know, I could see that. That's why I, I, I wouldn't put off being a some sort of Sith Lord and then going to Grey Jedi on, like, some protected planet and fending people off for the rest of my life. But... I also, I mean, I can't really say that anybody would really want to be abducted as a child and taught frivolously and strictly that you must act this way, throw your emotions out the door, and do what I say. That doesn't seem like a good brochure. That so, you just you just gave the definition of being a parent. Yeah, yeah but you, you at least get a little bit of fun before you become a parent. You don't get a because lot of, we are a little bit of fun before becoming a Jedi. It's, I'm taking your child. We're not teaching the, the child to be masochists. The parents are the masochists because we put up with the torture. Okay. And on that bombshell, we want to wow. know what your choice of profession would be in a, lo a long time ago in a galaxy far far away a lot like we want to hear from you over at pj hang on i got a button for that it's pj a n d w h dot com jinx <laughs> and wow. we want we, yeah i know right so Come down to that yep we have sound effects and i buy that for a dollar <laughs> <laughs> but don't, uh, oh, don't worry. Oh, I'm not going to touch it. I'm going to touch it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to touch it. I'm going to do it. Oh, it's me. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to touch it. I'm not going to touch it. Uh, I will. 
But we want you to hop on over here to pjandwh.com where you're going to find the very funniest and lucky and ideas moments right up here at the top as well as this podcast right below. And we want to end off. We're ending off, man. Not yet. With the thank yous. We want to thank you to Kelly Collins, our guy and Kelly. We thank you to Sean Ennis, Rory Carroll, Frank Percy, Mark Gervais, James Saylor, and Dylan Kerr for liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing, and overall supporting the podcast. And, of course, this is Long Drawn Out Goodbye. I am Matthew Buecher on the Madman. To my left is Kelly Collins, our Iron Kelly, as well as Christopher Bristow, the old man. We have our hero of time, Link Diablo, as well as our producer, Big Brother. And, of course, we love you. We miss you. We want to see you next week. Until then, game on, Walt Jaggers. Bye-bye. Oh, now we're going to end it. We're doing it live. Play on the Jaggers. That was a good segue. Yeah. This week's soft are you feeling better? I gave Matt the lowdown and everything. Yeah. How you almost fucking died on us. Yeah. I'm, I'm not out of the woods yet. It's working. Like my, at, literally during the cast, my, uh, I had a, they called it a uh, ear whack, ear whip. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a little piece of thing they put in there, swells up to like open up your ear canal. Yeah. Literally fell out. So that's a good thing though, because that means that my ear is, getting the canals expanding Inf- inflammation is gone away. Yeah, so what happened was i had water in my ear last week mm-hmm. and i went like i got it was like tuesday and and i went we were going in the pool and got water in, and and i like put my finger in and it actually shoved wax back so it trapped the water behind the wax oh. so what happened was the next it was like that for all night so i went the next day i went to the like the walk-in clinic was like all right doc, can you get this out like before it gets infected She's like, I can't see any water because there's so much wax in your ear because I produce extra wax in his ear from my injury as a kid. Yeah. So it just produced more wax. So she flushed it. And let me tell you what, dude, I never knew that you could fit that much shit in an ear. Oh, yeah. It was disgusting. <laughs> so the amount of stuff that came out, I was like, I took pictures of. I was like, I showed my wife. I was like, dude, you're always making fun of me how much wax. This is actually how much was in there. It was ridiculous. Anyway, so they cleaned that out, and there was no water on my eardrum or – you know, wax anymore and she's like i don't know if it's infected yet but there could have been water that got behind your ear into the middle ear but i can't see that right now but as far as your eardrum on the outside it's not infected it's okay so friday comes rolling around it's stinging a little bit i'm like oh no and then friday night it was hurting so saturday morning i woke up full-blown hurts I'm like okay so i went back to the uh, walk-in clinic place i went before because obviously i'm not trying to spend another hundred dollars it's a hundred dollars in insurance each time for a visit. Yeah. But if yep. I visit within seven days, it's free. So I went back there again. They looked in, they said, yeah, you got a middle ear infection. It's pretty, pretty, a lot of stuff back there. So I said, okay. They said, take this antibiotic, take these antibiotics, which I had strong antibiotics. It was like a, um, amoxicillin with acid. So it's, it's, wow. it was a Damn, very, was like, you were tripping. <laughs> so, <laughs> She was oh. like, take, you know, take oh. take these two two Tylenol, five hundred milligram Tylenols, and Advil. You know, every five hours or whatever you need for pain. So I was, I could, it was, I had to take it like every four hours. It was actually every six hours, but I took it like every four hours because it hurt so bad. And um, the 
the, she said that the, the antibiotics I had were like the big guns. Like if anything was going to work, that was going to work poorly. Yeah. And it didn't. So like next day, still the same pain, but worse. Next day, even worse. So after like the night of day three, I was like, it was like seven o'clock PM. I was like, at least I'm going to ask, I'm going to ER. Like this is actually feeling worse than it did. And I've been on medicine. So yeah, I'm glad I did. Cause I went in there. First of all, Chester Crozier was on a six and a half hour wait to get in. Oh, that's normal. It, it, yeah. In a ER, thank God it's not an emergency. Like, that, that, that was the emergency. I know. Yeah. That's really, there was a lady there. That, there was a people that walked out, and they were talking to a lady there. Of course, I think the lady's there all the time. But um, they said that the lady waited like 10 hours to be seen. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. so – and you, they'll still charge your insurance for that. Anyway, but, um, mm-hmm. so I left there and, and actually was going to the, uh, the walk-in clinic here in Brookhaven. But it, I got there at 8.01, and they closed at 8. So I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I was like – I called – riddle and uh, they're like yeah we're on a wait but it's not six hours so i go to riddle and waited two and a half three hours to be seen um which is uh, uh, better than six but you know i i there's no way i would have lasted six because the pain meds would have worn off and i would have been in agony pain yeah because i'm telling you like it was the worst pain i've ever had Mm -hmm. so i get in there i go up i'm in this terrible pain finally they put an iv in me and they give me something and it was like uh (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I was stoned um, and I was feeling good at this point so I'm like alright now I can finally talk to him because I couldn't even talk like I couldn't even make sense it hurt so bad so they, they're like we want to do a CAT scan to see what's going on in your head see, so they did a CAT scan they gave me the dye which was cool they saw the cartoons playing around yeah so they when they they did that they said you know they said alright the doctor will see you soon about this we're going to have our ENT take a look they gave me more pain meds. They started some antibiotics in my ear, IV. Um, and then they came back in. They said, we got to send you to Jefferson right away. And I was like, what? I mean, I wasn't planning on going anywhere. I'm like in like shorts and like I have nothing on me. Like, <laughs> like wait, can I stop at my car? All right, can I just drive there? And they're like, no, we got to take you in an ambulance. I'm like, can I stop at my car? Like, they're like, nope. I'm like, okay. <laughs> this sucks. Wow. So they took me to Jefferson because they said that their ENT is at uh, Riddle couldn't handle what I had. They said that it spread to my mastoid process. And then when I got to um, Jefferson, they said it not only spread to my mastoid process, but actually spread to a bone on my skull. So um, the, the infection, they said it was real close to the vein, like right here. So they, they said if it went any further, it could have got my bloodstream, which probably would have killed me. Wow. Uh, you know, with the chance of dying when infection gets in your blood. Yeah. With sepsis. So, so it was real close to that, but it, it also spread to my outer ear now. So it was just a middle ear infection that ended up this, the antibiotic wasn't doing shit. So for two days, they kept me in the hospital on it, IV antibiotics, just pumping different, like three different ones into me. Finally, uh, Sepro. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's, yeah. Sepro. And that sucks too, because that one makes me feel shitty. Kind of makes me dizzy. It kind of makes my eyes. Yeah, it also weird. dehydrates you too. Yeah, I haven't shit in like four days. Yeah, you need to just drink a shit ton of water. Think of all the time you're saving just from not shitting. No, oh my God, drink, you're getting so, so much drink done. A lot of water. So I mean, I'm. He's you, losing like, out on a lot of YouTube videos. 
That's true. So you can't. Just, you can't so I, two days later, like the sweat, it, it got better. Like after after the, even the first day of being on IV antibiotics, yeah. I could already tell like it was going down. It's still there. Like they even said like the infection's still there, but it's manageable now. So like now I'm taking oral Sepro, and I have Sepro drops and steroid drops. Giggity. Oh okay. So now I'm, uh, you know, it, it's one. It's it's. I'd How say, much does your ear bench? I'm just <laughs> glad that the oral was helping you. Oh yeah. <laughs> it wasn't helping at first, but well, that's you why gotta, you got to keep doing it. Twice a day. You got you, you got to finish. You got to finish. You got to finish, man. You got to so you got to keep going. So I got back yesterday, and and uh, I go back. It sucks because I go back into work tomorrow for Friday, even though I shouldn't. I, it was my idea because I got to catch up on some stuff. Yeah, but I, I really shouldn't because this this fucking antibox makes me like woozy and you really shouldn't sick. be driving on that shit. Probably. No, yeah, no. Well, I know. Well, I, I'll take it as soon as I get there. No, but and, seriously though, you should not. I mean, be driving my boss. On it. Yeah, I know. My boss knows that it's it's going to be an easy day. So well, there you go. Um, as long as you're taking it easy. Yeah. So um. So basically, since then, since I got home, oh, they also put a uh, an earwick. Like I was telling you guys about that already. An earwick, which is basically a sponge that they put in your ear, because the outer ear infection was my 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 uh, ear canal was closing, so they put that in there to expand it. So when you put the drops in, it gets easier. So but I now guess it just, you could, it just mm, fell out. Which I means guess that, you could say that you're not sponge worthy then. Oh stop! So <laughs> I'd say I'm ready. I'd say total. I'm like I'd say eighty percent better. I mean, this infection's still there, but it's manageable. It's small. I don't, I, I barely, like, I'll take like a Tylenol now instead of like, I was yeah. taking, like I said, like five, two, five, I was taking 1200 milligrams every four hours of pain meds. Now I'm like every six, seven, eight hours, I'm taking like a 300 milligram Tylenol. Like yeah. it's still hurts like a one out of 10, like, yeah. but like it's now it's like random. Like it might shoot up to like a two or three every once in a while, like certain spots, even with the, especially when you take the antibiotics, it actually starts hurting before it. Because it's working or you know attacking it, it's actually kind of hurting. Yeah. So like it's, I'm getting there. Well, we're just glad that you're okay, buddy. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm really glad you didn't <laughs> I mean, go into sepsis. Just imagine, like, like I'm gonna go to the ER just to check this out, and then next thing you know, you're at the hospital for four days. Like, yeah, riddle. We're how to get here. Like, and I was in so much pain. I'm telling you, I don't remember half of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Riddle oh, will yeah. send you to Jefferson if you really need it. They're a good hospital. Oh yeah, man! Last you went to the I right went ones. To Riddle, they took me right back because I stopped bleeding. Yeah. Well, they said I, like, I, I mean, I'm not out of the woods yet because like, if this doesn't go, it seems to be working. But for some reason, it stops working. Then I'm gonna have to go get surgery where they're gonna have to like scrape the infection off my bone because it's actually where it's actually on my bone. And they yeah. said that it, it could be. They showed signs of like it like not wear. It's starting to wear away right there. Yeah. And that could cause some issues. So. You know the infection's there, but it's 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 not bad. It's not doing the damage it was doing at first. So they said if you know it gets worse and not get better, then I'm gonna have to go back in. They're gonna have to put IV again. Just and curious, do again. they have to do that? Do you have to do like a vitamin D regimen just for like extra calcium to repair that bone? You should probably do vitamin D. I, I got a I got a follow up appointment with them that I have to. Go I would to. ask that man because if it's leaching calcium out of your bone and eroding away that bone. I would ask that question. Oh yeah, I mean that's a good question I'm going to ask, but that's that's um I got to follow up with my regular doctor. I got to set an appointment for that, and then I have an appointment 
to follow up with the ENT office so I can. So yeah, Lynn, Lynn takes extra vitamin D because most of the medications like leach calcium, so she has to most take that extra vitamin D. Take vitamin D. Yeah, most people most should. People are vitamin D deficient. I've been taking vitamin D since the beginning of the pandemic. The yeah. other thing is that kind of worries me is like I have like a slur now, like, and I don't know if that's because I, I couldn't. There was so much pressure that I couldn't talk from like the one side of my my face because it hurt. Like I couldn't even chew. Like just chewing on the one side, it was just it felt like every time I sh- shut my mouth. It was like, like it just wanted to come out. Like my ear just wanted to go out. Of course, it's not like that anymore. But I'm still like, my S's are like slurring now, and I, I want to make sure that you're, that's you're not, still going to recover from that for yeah. a couple of days. I want to make sure like, that's not part of like my inner ear. You know? No, no, that's not. That has nothing to do with you. Like it, it's just because the 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 makeup of your jaw is being inhibited because of the swelling. Yeah. So once you're in the clear for a week, then you'll start to see that go back to normal. Yeah, I can still feel it right on the mastoid process, which is like right below the ear, mm-hmm. a little bit, and that's uh, controls like balance, controls like the the the, the pressure that yeah. goes to your eardrum. It's because it's part of your uh, sinuses. So yeah, that uh, so what is it called the stop to. Oh, he doesn't know the name of it. I don't know the name. Big Brother is very all, well familiar all with of all of the sinus cavities. Every cavity. He's what, is that, what is that tube called, Steve? I don't know. He doesn't know the name. He it knows like how it feels. Not a, he just knows it fucking sucks. I'm not, I'm not even joking. Like, I, like Elise will back me up. It was the worst pain. This is the worst pain I've ever been in. Oh, and it was, it was five days straight I'm of, of the worst I, pain that I've I ever live, been in. I live with him. I know, I know. It it probably really fucking sucked. That's why we're really glad that you know you're yeah, here. You got you got and on you're feeling my, better. You got on you know the migraine pain scale. Every day people have this pain scale. I say of one to ten. Then there's everybody else who's in real pain. They have like ten to twenty. Oh, they, but they'd say the uh, you know like an ear infection like that yeah. is yeah. like. Way one of the worst pains you can have, right? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Your ears Teeth, are tooth and ears are like the top, yeah, top, uh, top tier. Yeah, because they, yeah. It, it it's all connected uh, sensory all nerves. They're yeah. all connected. It literally felt like somebody was punching me from the inside out of my ear every heartbeat. We are all oh, yeah. just meat donuts. Just and a since, tube. And since I it was am a the pressure, meat popsicle. The pressure was so much that it, another thing that kind of hurt, and actually usually makes it better, is my eardrum ruptured okay. because of the pressure. Yeah. So I was leaking. Um, but usually when you have an ear infection and that happens, it's actually like, ah, oh, thank God, because the pressure gets released. But since I had infections other places, it never released the pressure. Oh, so, right. it, so it was just another thing to add pain to. Damn. This is a whole it, bunch it, literally of everything sunshine. that could have happened bad happened bad for the it's a whole Neat. bunch of sunshine you're laying down on us here. Well, when it rains it pours with me. Chris yeah. was talking Ain't about no that. Sunshine when it rains. Yep. Yeah. I like how the background um doesn't blur like my headset. Right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been noticing that this entire time. I got a halo. Great. Our 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 Saint Iron Kelly. But no, we're glad really, you're doing better though. I'm really happy that both of you gentlemen were here this week because it was a great podcast, and I'm very happy, Kelly, that you are at least feeling well enough to be here right now. And I will continue to pray for you because I hope that you know you have a lot more healthy days ahead. 
Yeah, it's gonna be a little. It's probably gonna be a little bit of time before it's completely healed, but I'm working on it. Well, yeah, don't here, just man. listen to your body, man. Don't fuck around with it. Oh no, dude! Anytime I go swimming, I'm I'm going out and buy those uh, wax shit you put in there. Yeah, better. I'll never go swim without them again. You know how I? Uh, you know how I combat that? I never go swimming. I don't go swimming. I can tell you, fucking. <laughs> <ass. laughs> I don't swim. I can. I can. I can swim for miles. Oh, I know how. Yeah, I can swim for miles. I just two would be like the little albino, no. uh, little tiny whales in there. Yeah, but little, that's little where albino seals. If you got yeah, but they us, just call them whitey. Yeah, but if you got us in there, it would be for a race, and then our shiny skin would blind everybody else. What's your nickname, else. Casper? Yeah. And then they wouldn't <laughs> be able to see, and we would win the race because we were so fast, and they didn't expect it. That's how it happens. Gonna make a, a yeah, supersonic Matt, man out of you. That's the how was show. how was working with Christina Ricci? Was that fun? It was fun. <laughs> she was nice. Um, you know, a little bit too many white jokes, but you know, it it was fine. It was fine. Well, the dad was cool. He's a good actor. Absolutely. We got a new show for him. It's called Translucent. <laughs> James Harvey. We're pitching it to Amazon Tuesday. I love James Harvey. That's cool. But this has been a pleasure, gentlemen. I really appreciate it, and I loved, especially just like I, I shared out the 105th podcast, that it was beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, we were, I saw where, where Steven was in rare form. Oh, my God. I <laughs> was just hilarious. Fucking belly light. I was flubbing, names as always, and it started off with the, you know, the Spider-Man movie is tatered. And then it went on to Spider-Man Homeron. Spider-Man <laughs> Homeron with Macaulay Culkin. We're breaking it here. And he was just in such fucking great form. I fucking belly laughed for way too long on that. I had to share it out. And then I realized I have a crap ton of promos. I'm just going to randomly put up on social media. Yeah, you should start re, re, recirculating <laughs> just them. just going to start recirculating the old promos because all of us have had really great promos since I've started doing the promo thing. I can't believe it, but like coming up on two years now, I've been doing promos for the shows. I, we got a lot of really great fucking promos. And that, that promo, I think, was a couple right before we integrated Katarina. It was one of uh, yeah one of five. We uh, think we were around one ten when Cat came one, in. I but... think one fourteen because hers was in April. Yes, where's yes. she at today? Uh, she was working. working. She's yeah. working. Yeah, yeah. But it was it it was something that brought me back, and it's a lot like this podcast. It's the original crew getting back together, and that's what I really liked about it. Uh, speaking of getting together. Uh, Mark, Frank, Percy, Mark's girlfriend are going to be stopping over between four thirty and five. Even me. Yep, Kelly's coming. You guys are coming. Yeah, it's going to be a good thing. A special podcast. Oh, and bring bring the camera and the portable. We can record it outside. Okay. So another thing we want you to do, of course, we want you to hit that button right above, in between. Hang on. No, down one box. Lower. Oh, there. No, I mean, you. Uh, oh, oh, God, hit that button right up there. Or you mean this button? There we go. Now we want you to hit this button right here to subscribe right above my head. You're going to find 
the very best purge hangers and wall hangers video for you. And covering up the ninnies trying to point, that is going to be every single Triforce podcast and a playlist. And, of course, we Get want you though. to Get say it. what our main man, Connor, says every time. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bye-bye. we're not going out. We just did that. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>